0: Titles, go. You can't get there from here.
1: Pushing the yum yum button.
2: Drunken noodles.
1: Water gone bad.
0: Happy cry.
2: Fat Zoe.
0: It's the old 96er
2: hi jeff really horny ketchup
1: okay let's
2: do this warning what you're about to hear contains explicit language adult themes and potentially disturbing content the views and opinions expressed are those of the hosts and do not reflect the opinions of anyone else anywhere ever in the history of the world this podcast is intended for an immature audience and should not be listened to by anyone, anywhere, ever in the history of the world. You know, fuck it. You've been warned.
1: Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Geek Pod. I'm Paul. I'm Hugh. Forbes. The other fuckers are in California. Silence no, no, no is not, nice. yet. not all of them. No, okay. Jack's uh, on his Jack's way to eyes, air. I believe. Yeah,
3: he's still in the air.
2: <laughs> it's a t- poor Twitter.
1: kid. We, we don't we don't know if he's going straight there, if he's kind of spinning around. Um, <laughs> that's awful. I shouldn't say that. I do not want to curse that poor kid. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so let's get right to it, guys. What's got you geeked? All
2: right. I didn't tell everybody that I was going to Massachusetts this past uh, weekend because you know I didn't want the show to get released and some fucker to come to my house and steal all my shit but uh, we were in Massachusetts from Thursday to Monday and uh, lots of cool stuff happened I mean I'll talk about one little instance later on I'm not going to bore everyone in it uh, with it but something I discovered something there we were it was 95 degrees we were on a street in a town oh fuck I can't remember Barrington maybe I don't know my mother-in-law took us to all these towns she likes to go to and Anyway, we're all standing there and it's like, you know, what do you want to eat? I don't know. Do you want to hear? I don't know. Do you want to hear what's good? You know, and she basically she brought us there and she's trying to recommend restaurants, but here's her recommendation of a restaurant. Oh, well, this place, I like a few things there. Well, what do they have there? Well, I don't know. You know, regular food. The fuck does that tell us? We ended up trying to figure shit out and ducking into a Thai place that she said used to be good, but now it's too expensive just to get out of the heat and talk about it and ended up eating there. And I'll tell you, I. I'm not gonna say I've never had Thai food, I've had pad Thai. I've had a few things here or there. I've never gone and eaten in a Thai restaurant. I was I didn't know what to get. I was reading the menu, my head was swimming, it was hot, I was dehydrated. Ordered drunken noodles. Oh my god, it's like my favorite thing in the world now. Have you ever had drunken noodles? I've
1: Thai I've food. never had Thai food at all. Neither.
2: Okay, it's like the, the the flat rice noodles. There's a couple of vegetables in there. I mean, maybe a little carrot or something, some egg, I don't know, some chicken. Uh, but it's a chili garlic sauce and it's spicy and it's supposed to be good for like drunk food or it's the best thing for a hangover that's the idea why it's called drunken noodles okay. uh, but oh, it was amazing we got back to Syracuse Monday and we went to Erewhon and ordered because my wife loved the Thai rice and I love the drunken noodles so we ordered more and she let, the rice was good there the noodles were okay there we're going to start hitting all the Thai places to find the one that has good drunken noodles but I'm so excited to have a new like favorite thing it's so, so rare that I run into something brand new that I've never had before. Cause I mean, look at me, I eat everything. <laughs> it doesn't happen often. Um, the other thing I'm excited about is I went to Wegmans tonight and discovered another thing I've never put in my mouth. Uh, I was uh, we getting some rotisserie chickens and uh, I decided I wanted a sauce to put on it. Uh, and I, I have a thing about chicken and sauce. I loved Liam Perrin's white wine Worcestershire sauce. They later called it Worcestershire sauce for chicken. Liked it since I was a kid. That's what I would just put on chicken. I loved it. They don't sell it anymore. It's gone. Every time I eat chicken, I get a little sad inside because of this. So I I wanted something to excite myself a little bit. Went down the sauce aisle, found this thing called Sweet and Spicy Capital City Bombo Sauce. Now, apparently, this is a wing sauce that they only really make in Washington, DC. It's a regional thing. And the company that, that made this and sells it now on store shelves, you, they used to live there and when they moved away, they wanted to you know, bring some of that flavor with them and it ended up turning into a company. Now, um, it's about seven something at Wegmans. It's pretty expensive. I don't usually spend that much on sauce. Uh, it's a bit barbecuey. It's a tomato-based sauce um, that's sweet and sticky but also has a really good spicy kick. It's, it's almost perfect. It's like really horny ketchup. That's really the best description I can give you. Yes, Paul, I know you're writing that down. Um, <laughs> if you can try it, they have a regular version and they have a sweet and spicy version. I'm always gonna go spicy, but man, this shit is the bomb. It is so good. I literally, I put it on my chicken. I put it on my stuffing. I put it on my, my broccoli. My, my plate was red with this stuff.
1: Nice. it's it's not a a spicy thing but have you ever tried yum yum sauce yum it's Uh, usually more of a hibachi kind of thing
2: oh yeah i I don't like that it's like the mayonnaise based Yeah.
1: yeah 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 it's
2: sweet i fucking hate that shit
1: oh my god i love that shit i i spent all last summer after i discovered it like putting it on everything like trying it out what does it work on this Uh, Does it work on this?
2: You you know, I'm not just gonna say that it tastes bad, but I have I have a grudge with yum yum sauce. So for years, uh, we would only go to Ichiban. Ichiban had the uh the ginger mustard sauce. That's what they serve. That was hibachi to me. What I discovered is no other place has that. And now that you know, uh, Ichiban is kind of gross and dirty and sucks, and we don't want to eat there anymore. I have to put up with these all these other places and it's just a plain ginger sauce and yum yum sauce. And they I always say no, please give me two ginger sauces and they always still give me yum yum sauce. And I'm like, like I don't want to put fucking mayonnaise on my rice, okay? Oh. It's probably good it's on at. some things, but I just ugh. Ugh. But that's it for me. You know, no, I'm geeked about shit I can put in my mouth.
1: Look at that. I shouldn't have touched the yum yum button, huh?
2: Seriously. Dude, dude, don't ever touch my yum yum button. <laughs> again
1: oh um, carbs what's got you geeked wow
3: can't follow up the yum yum
1: button
3: <laughs> um cool tonight for me it's uh it's my mom uh she she's she was legally blind okay yes due to her diabetes um she has a difficult time walking around Pretty much have to lead her around wherever we go. We take her out to dinner or whatever. You got to kind of hold on to her so she can see. Um, but she was supposed to—I want to I say two years ago—was supposed to have surgery on her eyes to fix her cataracts. Right. And she could never get her blood sugar under control to have it done. Um, and her old doctor kept just. Throwing medicine at her, here, take this, here, take this, here, take this. And I, so I, I revert, refer her to the doctor that I go to. So just give her a shot. If you don't like her, you can always go back to your own doctor. Well, she went and saw, she went and saw my doctor and she took her off a bunch of the medications and put her on something, uh, her weekly shot, which, Paul, you understand, you, you know what I'm talking about. Yep. Yeah. So I'd I take a weekly shot also. But she was, she put up, was put on bicurine and her blood sugar went from, Anywhere from 11 to 13 down to eight or nine.
1: That's a good drop. So it's,
3: it's dro- It drops significantly. So they, they okayed her for her surgery. She had her surgery on Tuesday. Nice. So, and she's still, you know, obviously she still, still can't see, um, the doctors said everything went well for her. Um, so she should, but they're not there. She's supposed to have one this week Her her right eye this week. And her left eye next week, but her right eye was so the cataract was so big in her eye that they're going to wait and do the other one later now. But they're hoping they're they, they figure that in about about a month or so she'll gradually start to get her sight back when her eye heals and, uh-huh. and whatnot. So she should be able to see a lot better. Very good. You know? And then when they do that, then they'll go in and, and do the other eye. The other eye isn't as bad. The left the, the left eye is or the right eye. Take it like the right eye. Has been like that for about four or five years. It's gradually gotten worse. Now it's to the point where she can't see at all. Like she can't drive, uh-huh. nothing like that. So, she so she spent all of COVID sitting on the couch watching blobs on the screen of TV. So, oh. yeah. So it's 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 good. She's she's with my sister right now. Um, my sister took her to her to, to her surgery and whatnot. So, so she's over there. She's got to go back to the doctor on Friday at two o'clock, and they'll. Let her know if she's having a surgery on Tuesday. And if not, then she's probably going to come home. And she'll be home here with us after that. So, and then for me after that, it's just, it's a more day weekend. Nice three-day weekend coming up. So, I'm going to try to play golf a couple of times during the, the break here. So, Nice. yeah Ned, it's not too much for me.
1: All right. Um, <clears throat> mine was the atrophy escape ward we did that saturday night and holy shit
2: i've been waiting to hear about this
1: um unfortunately you only get half of a review because jack's not here but phenomenal it's the production value on it is amazing um they've gone all out on this thing it's fantastic it's it's not an escape room where you're just figuring out um puzzles puzzles and stuff there's a whole very loose storyline to it because obviously they can't make like a very detailed storyline because their whole point is to scare the fuck out of you while you're doing it. And they do a really good job. Everything yeah. from, and I don't want to give too much away. Cause I'm hoping that we'll all get a chance to experience it. Do they? I
3: know you, I know we were talking about it. It's something like, it's like a pop-up that they do here in the area. Does it travel around?
1: No. And that's, that was, that was, my mistake Um, it's not a pop-up they have an actual physical location like it's and even that sets the mood for you because it's literally in like an industrial rail yard and you just come around the corner of the building and it's there's the entrance there's this eerie red light that that's where you go into the building and the moment you step in you're you're in it You're, you're in a waiting room just a darkened waiting room that everything is lit by electric candles. And as soon as you step in that door, it's 1920s era, everything. There's a room off to the right. That's all set up. And that's there may or may not be somebody waiting in that room. Um, This is all before you even start, but the moment you walk in to start, you're in the shit. Like the, the, the production begins the moment they allow they let you in. <clears throat> um because they let us take a little bit of extra time. Um and the night was backed up because it was so popular. Um we didn't get a chance to meet the cast, but we did meet the guy running it, um, Josh Real. Guy's amazing, he's awesome, he's uh very accommodating. Um he's very interested in coming on and talking to us. Uh, like Hugh, you just disappeared. That was cool. Um, he's he's a, he's one of the the, the characters in the show. I, I call it a show. I guess it's not really considered a show. It's
2: a, I think it's a show. Yeah, yeah, it's a production.
1: It is. It's Absolutely. definitely a production. And very well done. He he's he's the brains behind it too. He wrote this whole thing. He got it all together. Um, he also watched last week's episode. So, Josh, if you're watching again, hey, um. <laughs> And, um, he, he did, he singled me out at the end of it after the show was over and told me he watched the show and said that, um, the entire cast wants to try that Mountain Dew now. <laughs> so, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Uh, I said, I wish he would have reached out before that. Cause I would have brought up a freaking six pack or a case of it for him. Um, but again, Josh, if you're watching, that was awesome. I mean, we, we told him that night we, they, he got an ovation when, when it was done, we all. We're hooting and hollering and clapping. How
3: many people? Um, hmm? How many people in your
1: group? It ended up being four. It was supposed to be six. Okay. Um. But two two of the people couldn't make it. Um. You, fantastic.
3: Many, I, I guess my next question would be: Is how many do they let go in a in a group at a time? And
1: I think did, it's six. Is it's the maximum?
2: Okay. And what's what's the pricing like per person?
1: I think because I I don't know, because we were camped them because of Sci-Fi Horror Fest. Uh, I think it's $35 a person. They're Mm -hmm. always running specials where you can get money off of a group. Uh, What about uh,
2: age limits?
1: That is a good question.
2: Because, you know, I have a 10-year-old that loves, you know, uh, horror movies and Fright Nights and everything. So, would that be, you think that'd be too intense for a a twisted 10-year-old?
1: It's pretty intense. Uh, they're not allowed to touch you. You're not allowed to touch them. They tell you that right at the beginning. Oh, can't beat anybody up. <laughs> it's funny you say that. Um, <laughs> there there may have been one one small incident, which, um, I apologize did, profusely did, what did for. What happened?
2: What, what happened? did Jack do?
1: It wasn't Jack. It was me. <laughs> um, for whatever reason, and you you guys will probably remember from Five Wits too. I, I always jump out and take the lead on this stuff. Like, remember, like as soon as we walked into the tomb, I was like right there at the door, front guy, until that's crazy you pants. Think,
2: you think you're Star Lord, that's why.
1: <laughs> that's
2: great. I like that.
1: <laughs> um, well, that was happening again. I, I was kind of playing lead on it for whatever reason. And um, as we're coming through, that there's twists and turns. You're you're walking through this. Well, not always walking, but I'm not going to give anything away. Um, walking through this asylum, through this hospital. And at one point, they're leading you quickly through, and you turn a corner, and then there's the doctor, like, on the corner as you go to turn, purposely for a jump scare. That, that's the idea. Yeah. I may have punched the doctor in the chest. Not a full one. No, no, okay, okay, okay,
2: okay. Was it, like, a punch like this, or was it like, ah!
1: No, it was full on, like just a, a quick oh, rock 'em sock 'em robots oh. punch. Um, and I mean, I immediately I I broke the rules right there. I grabbed him by the shoulders. I said, "I'm so sorry." I I you were right there, and he didn't break character then. But at the end of it, he laughed because then he told me who he was, and because it was it was Josh clearly. Um, when he told us he was Josh, I'm like. Oh my God. Great. I punched the freaking owner. I said, I am so sorry. I said, I didn't mean to do that. He starts laughing. He goes, you have no idea how many times that happens. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was completely unintentional, but it, it did happen. And it was funny. I was telling Kristen about it the next day. And I said the same thing. I said, may have punched a guy. She goes, Oh my God, are you getting arrested? <laughs> I'm like, no.
2: Now, did she look concerned or excited when she said that?
1: Surprisingly concerned. I think she was probably just thinking about bail money. And, oh, yeah. sure. um, but I cannot state enough or well enough, at least, how great this is, and you guys have to go try it. Not just you guys here, but you guys watching at home, listening at home, all five of you, um, including 45? you two, including you two. Oh. Um, <clears throat>
2: that makes more sense
1: uh it's phenomenal um and again come come see them and us at sci-fi horror fest in august because they'll also be at the show um i believe they said they're going to have a special um opening of it then because so they can they'll be selling tickets at the show you can do it it's by reservation only like just about everything is at this point um Show Notes is going to have a link to their their commercial, I guess, on uh, YouTube as well. Check it out. It's phenomenal. Um, The puzzles and everything are hard, but they're solvable. We we made it through the whole thing. Uh, And the actors are there to assist when you need it. Um, They drop little hints and stuff, but... Um, and I have to say that um, the grouping that we had was a, a really good time. It was Tiffany from Sci-Fi Horror Fest, her best friend, Melissa, myself, and Jack. Uh, it was a really good time. We worked very well as a team. Also, the first time I've ever been called Stoic. Okay. Yeah. So.
3: Jack's uh, on the
1: you need to let Jack tell his side of the story. That's all I got to say. There's
3: there something, there something
1: you want to tell us about? Um, no. Uh, I mean, it'll. Let me put it this way. I did at one point yell out, "Jesus Christ, Jack! Really?" Was there? Was there, Was there some serious?
3: <laughs> was there some cuddling going on?
1: No. No. No, but okay. There's,
3: was there? Was there some
2: piggyback riding? I,
1: it, I think he probably would have if he had had the ability. <laughs>
2: wait, wait, wait. Were you Shaggy and was he Scooby?
1: Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, there, there there's at one point lights just completely cut out on you in the middle of something insane going on and it just goes pitch black and all of a sudden something grabs my hand that something standing next to me was jack <laughs> um jack jack came unraveled real quick when we got in there wow to the tune of him saying why the fuck did i agree to this <laughs> <clears throat> but he was oh. a champ. Uh in one of the things that we were stumped on, he he was really kind of instrumental in getting it figured out. So
3: Yeah, I know that uh I know that Kelly Kelly said that she wanted to go and do it. She was she was kind of mad that I couldn't go, but we had stuff going on that day. So
1: Yeah. Well, I wouldn't have been able to have her come along anyway. Like it would have been just you.
3: No, no, I understand that. But she wants, she wants, to, if we have a chance to go back and
2: do it, she
1: would like to look at this, try and ride the tag, coattails, tag along or whatever. So,
2: or you there's, could do what I'm going to do and just go book a thing for Damar and I go check it
1: out. You, uh, yeah, I, I don't know the next time it's opening right now. Um, it's, I checked that their website and there's no weekends open on it right now.
2: Does that mean they're booked or they just aren't open every
1: weekend? It's not open every weekend. It's, Random times throughout the year wow. when these come up, yeah, it's that's
2: got to be tough to make money like that.
1: I don't know. Um, I mean, clearly there's a lot more money to be made, but I wonder if that's part of their mystique. Is then it's like, oh shit, it's coming up on this weekend. We better get tickets. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. I wonder if they, I wonder if they do. I wonder if he does it someplace else. If he's got a different one someplace else that he does, like on off on off weekends. You know what I mean?
1: Right. I guess we should get him on and ask him.
2: Yeah. Sounds like a plan.
1: Yes. I'll reach out because we've already made connections on Facebook too. So we have the ability there. Um, So uh, what, what are we moving on to guys? Are you, are you playing anything? Is anybody gaming? No,
2: no? I've been vacationing. Yeah. I, mean, golfing. I,
1: haven't, I haven't been vacationing or golfing. But uh, I also haven't had time to play any video games, so... I played Cornwall um, last weekend. Hey, what you and Kelly do is your business.
3: Shit, was her and I. <laughs> there's, a, there's a place up in... Tournament.
1: Uh, uh, not tournament. Yeah. It's a league, right? Like,
3: no, 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 Well, it was for the, the CNS girls softball. So Kelly's, uh, Kelly's cousin's daughter plays softball for CNS. So we... We were over there for his birthday. And he said, Oh hey, you guys should come and play in this. It's $25 a person. I was like, okay. So we decided to go ahead and do it. It was last Saturday. It's up at a place in just it's in Burton. It's just where up, you know, where the waterfront is in Burton mm-hmm. Burton yeah. Speedway. There's that little light right there just past uh waterfront. And the Burton Speedway is just up on your right hand side. Yep. Yes. If you go left. Down that road, maybe quarter mile or so, there is a place called Woody Woody's on 37. Okay, it's a small little bar. It's got a small little bar it, but it's got six cornhole. I guess you would call them courts, and out back they've got five uh, horseshoe pits.
2: Nice. Is it which which way left?
3: If you're heading if you're heading north, okay, so. If, when you get to that light, if you look up and you can see the, I guess the Marabito and the Burton Speedways to your right. Yeah. So if you're coming from, like, from Cicero.
2: From Cicero. It's
3: okay. Yeah. So you get okay. to that light and you turn left. I think it's River, River Road or something like that. I'm not sure what the, the, the name of the street is, but it's up there. It's a great little place. We actually got talking to the guy that owned that about maybe running the place out. <laughs> um for like a party for like a birthday party or something like that because we got like seven birthday parties in july nice. with you um so we were talking about renting out but they're they're booked they're booked until until the end of august wow so, yeah it's a, but it's a great place we played in the tournament they have a lot of good play they had a lot of good players there are a lot of people that were actually in the leagues at the at this place they have leagues there all year long in the summertime the wintertime um, a, lot of the, a lot of those guys were playing in this tournament. We actually finished thirteenth, so we actually did pretty well for the tournament. So nice. Yeah, wasn't too bad. It was a good time. And then uh, I played golf in the morning that day. She wasn't too happy about that. But... <laughs> well, because I played nine holes, I was supposed to. I was going to play eighteen. I was there, well, the group of guys I was playing with played eighteen. I was going to. I played nine but we got done in like a, like in an hour and a half. And I was like, I, I think I can get in 18 and be home in time. Yeah, that wouldn't have worked out. She wouldn't have been happy if I did that. So I left it, I left right after nine holes and I got home here. So we made it to the tournament in time, but it was just funny. Cause I was like, I was like, I was like this close. I was like, ah, I can, I can squeeze in another nine. I can do this and be home by a certain time. I told her to be at the house at my apartment by 1030. She didn't get here till like, quarter to 11, so I was like, "Ah, oh, man, I could have done that. I probably could have played that, but that's the more I thought about it, I was like, well, if I get done at, like, 10.30, then it's, like, 20 minutes home, you know, then it's, like, 10 minutes in the parking lot, 20 minutes home, now it's 11 o'clock. We went to be there at 11 o'clock. I'm like, ah, just go, just go home. It'd be a good boyfriend.
1: Right. Not get murdered in your sleep. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> All right. Well, as you see, Kev's not here to do his tabletop review and we're not covering it for him because, I mean, let's be honest, none of us can fill in for that mustache. So I think uh, I
3: I can find somebody to fill in for that mustache, but we're going to have to pay him to show up here. Tom Selleck. Yeah.
1: You know, his agent.
3: (laughs) I can call Courtney Cox.
1: Get right on that. (laughs) David Arquette. (laughs) um all right why don't we uh why don't we throw it to commercial and we'll come back with the news stick with us guys the fourth annual sci-fi horror fest is coming with an all-new location new guests and all the same fun charm and camaraderie that you've come to know and love Sci Fi Horror Fest has a new home for 2022 at the Vernon Downs Casino and Hotel in Vernon, New York. Sci Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 26th and 27th. Sci Fi Horror Fest is a family friendly event featuring fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. Exciting celebrity guest appearances will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.Sci-FiHorrorFest.com. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be a part of the fun. Please note, details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is THE king of comics.
2: Now, before you sob over the series finale of This Is Us, let me make something crystal clear. I do not understand why you would deliberately watch a show that makes you cry on a weekly basis. My wife watches the show, and when she told me it makes her cry every week, I suggested we have her checked for a stroke or early onset dementia. Who does this to themselves? Yes, occasionally a deserved scene will bring a tear to my eye, and that's okay. But to seek out despair like some kind of deranged emo glutton for ugly crying? That sounds like a boss in Silent Hill or a character in 13 Ghosts, not a demographic. What the fuck? Anyway, here's the news. First up, the honeymoon's over. Returning WWE superstar Alexa Bliss has a stalker problem. She recently took some time off for a surgery and to get married and showed back up on TV a few weeks ago. While most fans are happy to see her back, one in particular seems to be angry about some fucking thing. She received messages on social media threatening to shoot her and her new husband. My dude, if you're mad you didn't get the girl, this is not the way to win her over. Just saying, watch an 80s movie for Christ's sake. The authorities have been notified, and hopefully, they can get a handle on this whack job before it gets any further out of hand. Luckily, the cops did not respond to the report with, but isn't it all fake? Next up, in a convention center far, far away, Star Wars Celebration is this week in Anaheim, California. With more, our own man on the street, Kevin, is on location from California. Kevin? Kevin? What the fuck? Isn't this how it works? I intro and I throw it to the person on scene. I mean, how many years have I been doing the news? Haven't I earned just one live feed on location? Does Judy Woodruff or Wolf Blitzer have to worry about whether their live feed will happen or not? This is fucked up, man. I thought we had this worked out. You can fix this and post, right, Paul? Like maybe a picture of Kevin in a hurricane right there, or maybe a picture of Kevin in a furry convention here, or... or- He's in California, so Kevin on the set of Baywatch right here. Man, I never asked for anything, just this once. Anyway, moving on. And finally, you might need to take some extra time off work. The run times for the season four Stranger Things episodes have been released and they are startling to say the least. All nine episodes clock in at over an hour with most averaging an hour and 20 minutes and episode nine at a whopping two hours and 30 minutes. Where I come from, we call that a movie. This is a difference of over 200 minutes more than any prior season. It seems to me this could have been the the seasons four and five, you know, split if they had this much material to go over. It also explains the $30 million per episode budget they had on this mm. season, which is downright obscene. For that amount of money, I am not opening the Domino's Stranger Things app to order a pizza with my mind. It should just show up a few minutes after I began watching. And that's the news, kids. Now, did you know that in New England, the saying you can't get there from here actually means fuck you? I did not know that until this past weekend. I think the bridge that I walked into forehead first might've been trying to tell me I can't get back to my car from where I was, but I did after I could see again. So fuck you, you stupid stationary bridge that was right in front of me with the damn yellow line painted on it as a warning. I can get wherever I want from wherever I am with a concussion. Also, one word that sounds like, two. It will mix with COVID and come for you, monkeypox. This is going to give us the zombie apocalypse I've been waiting for. We're all going to be running around yelling, boomer! If you know, you know. Paul?
1: In other news, water bottles have an expiration date. Back to you, corpse.
3: Water has an expiration date?
2: Don't want to be drinking that bad water. His water's gone bad. <laughs> <laughs> All
3: right. That's a new one for me. I didn't know water could go bad. I, the water in my faucet never goes bad. The water from my hose in 1980 is still good. <laughs> Whatever happened to that water? I mean, nowadays, you can't drink that water. It's like politically incorrect or
1: something. <laughs> it was water. Bad.
2: Nobody is telling you not to drink from a hose. Then why do no
3: kids ever drink from a hose?
2: Ever. Because it's fucking disgusting. That's why. We were stupid.
3: I'm so alive. And
2: Just because you didn't die from it doesn't mean it's smart. I can go inside and get fresh water from a faucet or drink it out of a hose that's been sitting here with bugs fucking in it since the last time dad watered the garden. I mean, fuck.
3: That's why you let it run for a few minutes,
2: and there's no bugs in it. Yeah, but still, and I mean, it's it cold. On, yeah would would you drink out of a cup I fucked in? Just rinse it out a little bit. No, probably not.
1: Why? Why are you fucking cups? I
2: what? don't know. I if you want to drink out of a hose, drink out of a hose. No one's stopping you. Those stupid right. Facebook memes have people thinking that there's someone out there saying, "No, you're not allowed to drink out of a hose." No one fucking said that.
1: It's true. I think you pushed a button there, (laughs) It's Damn true. I did. I pushed that. I pushed
2: this button. Why do you push the movie review button now?
3: (laughs) I like pushing this button. All right, well, speaking of drinking out of a hose, the movie I'm going to do this week is uh, The Great Outdoors, starring John Candy, Dan
0: Aykroyd, and Annette Bening, which I did not realize that was her. Uh,
3: It was released in June of 1988 and directed by Howard Dutch. All right, so nostalgic about the good old days in a honeymoon cabin, the patriarch Chet and his and the Ripley family set off to the idyllic woods of Wisconsin for, this, for the summer vacation However, their plans for a peaceful family bonding and the heart of untamed nature will be thwarted when the high rolling brother-in-law Roman and the snotty Craig family decide to crash the party. Eventually, as the two families tried to have a good time together, a, seamless, a, seamless, okay. a seemingly endless, endless series of misfortunes, and many disasters, with thirsty That's from leeches. drinking
2: out of the water hose. It was <laughs>
3: many disasters with thirsty leeches, cunning raccoons, and a mythical wild bear threatening the vacation. What will it take to salvage the weekend? Dun dun. Right.
1: Is this the movie where the fucking guy keeps getting hit by lightning? Yes, he struck
3: seven, so seven, seventy-seven seven, seven times or something like that. If if you see the movie, you'll understand that bit. There.
1: That's the only part of this movie I remember.
3: Remember the old '96er? That's terrible. Get the fuck out. I'm serious.
0: <clears> I
1: you can't. You went.
0: <laughs> Suck my wake. No. Wow. That no. Ter- that's terrible.
1: Terrible.
0: So, um, I mean, it's a, it's a decent
3: movie. I'm not going to say it's a great movie. It's a typical candy, John Candy movie. A lot of laughs. A lot of like slapstick comedy stuff. So, I mean, I give it two stars. It's, it's a funny movie. Um, obviously there's some funny parts in it. The raccoons are pretty funny. They're trying to, whether well, eating the garbage and knocking the garbage cans over and all the stuff they try to do to keep them from knocking the trash cans over and they still do anyways, stuff like that. You know, the old 96 er steak that he eats. Are you supposed to eat? Feeds all 96. It's a 96 ounce steak. It's like huge. Uh uh-huh. Steak or whatever. So he eats the whole thing, the whole family eats for free or whatever. It's stuff. So, I mean, obviously, Chad Candy eat, eats the whole thing.
2: Is this the one with the uh, hot dogs are made from lips and assholes? Yes. And then the raccoon say yes. too. They like have subtitles for the raccoon. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. I remember that. I've actually seen this one, or at least that part. Yeah. Yeah. There's I that still one. quote that. Avery asked me recently what hot dogs were made of. <laughs>
3: So there's that and then obviously the, the boat that Dan Aykroyd runs. It's called it's called Suck My Wake. They're supposed to go water skiing with it. It's they're supposed to get this like a regular old boat. And then he got a power boat to go water skiing with. So it's pretty there's like I said, there's some funny season, in it. I mean, it's not something that, you know, I'm going out of my way to watch. It was on the other day on Epic, so that's why I, I watched it. So but it's a it's a decent movie, but
1: like I said, like two out of five, I'm gonna give it so well. If it tells you anything about this movie, um you there's it. no ebert review for it. Nice. Uh I couldn't get to the New York Times review for it. So we've got the LA Times review titled Candy. Ackroyd Wasted in Great Outdoors from June 17th, 1988. The Great Outdoors is about as much fun as ants at a picnic for anyone over the age of 10. It's a crass, blah comedy about summer vacation perils that teams Dan Ackroyd and John Candy, but gives them next to nothing to work with. If the prolific and profit-making John Hughes weren't the writer, as well as the co-executive producer of this scattershot nonsense, directed frenetically by Howard Deutsch, It's hard Dutch. to... Am- Dutch. It's D-E-U-T-C-H. Deutch. Deutch.
3: His daughter's a big actress now, by the way. How Zoe. big? Zoe Dutch. I don't she's know not that that big. Well, I mean, she's been in a bunch of stuff.
2: Yeah. I meant she's not that big.
3: Not that big, no.
0: Just, she's tiny
1: very very little
2: all the <laughs> zoe's are aren't they i think so i've never seen a fat zoe before.
1: <laughs> okay <Nice follow-up. clears throat> all right directed frenetically by howard dutch It's hard to imagine the film getting made, let alone attracting Aykroyd and Candy. Aykroyd plays obnoxious Chicago con man, Roman Craig, who arrives uninvited with his wife, Annette Benning and near-mute little twin daughters, Hillary and Rebecca Gordon, to a mountain cabin rented by his brother-in-law, Chet, John Candy. Just as Chet, his wife, Stephanie Ferrisi, and two sons, Chris Young and Ian Giotti, are settling in for a brief vacation Chet is a sweet sentimental guy a conscientious husband and father who loves the serenity and natural beauty of the forest and lake roman takes a look at the view from chet's porch and envisions condo developments lumber or paper mills and toxic waste disposal plants nice you wait in vain for the men to struggle over the fate of the environment, or anything else for that matter, while Roman subjects the eternally susceptible and forgiving Chet to an endless series of humiliating pranks too inane to warrant description. However, let it to be said that candy wolfing down a 96-ounce slab of rare meat is not a pretty sight. The movie turns to mush when Roman pointlessly turns out to be not such a bad guy after all. The only time when the film rings remotely true is when Chet's older son Buck, played by Young, attempts a romance with a local girl played by Lucy deacon lucy deacon's Lucy. wow <laughs> <laughs> who's understandably wary of dating boys who will soon be going back to the city unfortunately the effect of this whiff of reality is to make everything else seem false and forced Aykroyd and candy who can be hilarious should have been choosier if you manage to sit through the great outdoors mpaa rated pg for a few of the milder foul. lake foul- a few of the milder four-letter words stay for the end credits. This is when Aykroyd dances to Wilson Pickett's 60s hit, Land of a Thousand Dances. Working up in a few final moments, the only genuinely fun and energy in the entire film. Wow. Was
0: he uh, short.
1: Yeah. So is the movie, An Hour and 30 Minutes. Yeah. For, for the 80s, it wasn't short. That's a normal movie.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, you could hear that. Yes. Riley, you're internet famous now. <laughs> she looked at me. She doesn't look amused.
1: Oh, see, she doesn't like the review. Excuse me. Um. So yeah, it doesn't sound like that's a very well received movie at all.
3: No. Yeah. It's it's, it's one of the, it's one of those like you have to watch it to I watch it to appreciate it if you want to appreciate it type of thing.
2: How can you appreciate a movie without watching it to begin with? true. Speaking of that, I did not know this, but did you know that Rotten Tomatoes went back and publicly apologized for um, their review of Constantine 15 years ago?
1: Is that aged better? Is that the idea?
2: Uh, Well, the fact that it's a, a cult classic and now, I mean, you can see elements of john wick and the way he played constantine and it's actually a really good fucking movie no it's not really it's not the comic book you know it's kind of like an else worlds but if you take that away from it it's a good fucking movie it's actually one of my favorite movies and uh, i was just shocked today to learn that they actually came out and apologized for it nice. did a whole article on it on how you know it actually is a good movie and it holds up today
1: i don't know if i've ever actually seen that all the way through
2: I mean, visually, it's fantastic.
1: I, uh, all yeah, the, the one thing that sticks out to me recently is everyone's saying that's probably one of the best depictions of an on screen Satan ever.
2: Yeah. Well, I would say one of the best depictions of hell, too. Um, just, I mean, that, that is embedded in my mind when I think of, you know, what hell would be like. That's pretty much it now. Nice. And, and it's cool because it, it's not that different from it. It's like where we are now, but all fucked up.
1: So where we are now?
2: No, it's just like blown out, bombed up cityscapes. Uh, the one person described it is it's kind of like um, a city where a nuclear bomb is half going off all the time. Oh, it's it's just it, you've got to see it if you haven't seen it. It's,
1: it's I'm going to have fun. to make a point, and it's on HBO Max, right?
2: Yeah, yeah. It's it's just gotten new life there. That's part of the reason this can't kind of came back up, um, and it's a cult classic and. Yeah, I, I would put it at on one of my top 10 movies. It's fantastic. Nice. I, as a Constantine fan, I get the criticism, but that's the, what actually got me into Constantine.
1: So you saw the movie and you are like, this is cool, and then you went and saw it out. Looked
2: for the comics, nice. and then I was like, oh, this is completely different, but I didn't already have that image of John Constantine in my mind when I saw the movie, and I was blown away.
1: Gotcha. All right. Um, Very cool. I, I may, when I have time add that to my list of all the others that i have to
2: check out we'll talk about it in like 2033
1: yeah that should be about when i might get around to it right behind um dread um so anyway um well i've been tasked by jack to continue on with jack's erroneous questions of the week cue the music Okay, so I limited him to two, two questions. Um, So, and he he said that the the topic for these ones is just random trivia, okay? First question, what two U.S. states do not, or did not, since none of us do anymore, observe daylight savings
2: time? Arizona's one. Yeah, I don't know the other
1: one. I wasn't aware of this either.
2: Somewhere I would like, one like to, one to go. The Dakotas? No, you wouldn't want to go to it. No. Puerto Rico? It's Arizona
0: and no. Hawaii?
1: Boom! Corbs gets it. Look at him go!
3: I knew Arizona. I wasn't 100 sure about Hawaii, so. Yes. And the reason, finally, here's only reason no Arizona is uh, part of our part of my team
1: works in arizona so gotcha i thought it was going to be the public enemy song
3: so part of the time they're two hours behind us and then after the year they're three hours behind
1: us. <laughs> all right final question before we go into break what country is known as the land of the white elephants elephant S- single single the land of the white elephant
2: I mean that evokes India right off the bat, but I would think I would have heard that phrase before.
1: You're incorrect. Following your line of thought, but you're incorrect. Corbs, want to give it a shot? I'm
3: thinking either Africa or Asia, but I'm not sure.
1: Asia is a continent.
2: Yeah, yeah. Oh, I thought he said Egypt
0: i got
1: no fucking clue all right i would think it would also be land of the millionaires who like to buy young boys but it is thailand oh wow Ta-da!
2: yeah i thought thailand was just you know a big city where they had lots of hookers i didn't realize there was room for animals too
1: apparently i'm afraid of what they might do to those white elephants there <clears throat> in that case um guys let's let's uh send it to break and we'll come back and wrap this thing up all right stick with us guys the fourth annual sci-fi horror fest is coming with an all-new location new guests and all the same fun charm and camaraderie that you've come to know and love sci-fi horror fest has a new home for 2022 at the vernon downs casino and hotel in vernon new york Sci-Fi Horror Fest will be held on August 26th and 27th. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is a family-friendly event featuring fun activities, vendors, and a media area with an eclectic group of podcast personalities. Exciting celebrity guest appearances will be announced soon. For more information and to purchase tickets, go to www.Sci-FiHorrorFest.com. Sci-Fi Horror Fest is currently looking for volunteers. This is your chance to be a part of the fun. Please note, details of the event are subject to change due to any lasting issues due to COVID-19. Looking for the hottest new comic on the shelf or a keyback issue to complete your run? How about that rare statue or action figure that you've scoured the internet looking for? Come to Collectibles Galore, located in North Syracuse with ample off-street parking. Collectibles Galore has a huge selection of comics, toys, and rare pop culture items you won't find anywhere else. Comics Galore is always buying comics and toys and will give you the fairest price for your collection. New customers get 15% off their first purchase in-store. Collectibles Galore for all of your pop culture needs. Stop in and see for yourself why Collectibles Galore is the king of comics. that slickly produced little intro means it's time for the weekly topic guys uh it got me thinking since you know a good portion of our our show here is uh now getting ready to attend probably one of the biggest kinds i'll ever get to go to and it made me wonder guys who is the one celebrity living or dead it can be that you would want to meet
0: hmm well wow. I don't know I already met William Shatner so wouldn't mind meeting Alton Brown
1: nice he is or a an- cooking what? guy right
2: yeah or yeah. Anthony Bourdain he's dead so there's a living and a dead I mean I already met William Shatner I met Bruce Campbell I don't really have anybody else on my bucket list so
1: No, my uh, my list got significantly shorter now that I've met Kevin Smith and basically everyone connected. Um, I would have to say for myself, it would be either Stan Lee or Bill Sienkiewicz. Who's that? A seminal artist on Moonlight. I think he also did a run on Batman very gritty style very 80s dirty
2: man art. i hope you never use the word seminal again that just it's
1: not inseminated. it
2: makes me think seminal fluid I'm just...
3: corbs. how about you corbs
2: i think i can guess one of them um i
0: don't
3: know i mean obviously one of one of the people i would love to sit down and talk to is, is joe jackson I'd love to, just to get a chance to to talk to him, you know.
1: Just don't write him any notes to read.
3: Oh no, he can read now. Well,
1: now he can? You sure? He he
3: he did. His wife taught him how to read.
1: Oh, that's right. I forgot about his that part of the teach story. Him how to read. Yeah. When he was
3: playing, he couldn't. But his after he was playing, dance with. His wife taught him how to read. I mean, he he's not going to be reading War and Peace. And so neither he, am I. <laughs> you know, neither am I. Um. Obviously, that's one of them. I mean, there's, to be honest, there's a bunch of people that I would, I would love the chance to sit down and talk to. I mean, if you're if you're talking historic figures, I would love to sit down and talk to to JFK, Abraham Lincoln, George Washington. You know.
1: Now he's just listening up dead presidents.
3: (laughs) Well, I like dead presidents. (laughs) They spend well. This they do. just there's, I mean, there's, I mean, for me, it's it, it, you can go into different, many different directions. I mean, I love the chance to meet, I've already met Robin Ventura, the third baseman for the White Sox. He was a great guy. I've met Frank Thomas, but there's guys, other guys that I'd like to meet, you know, baseball wise, Barry Bonds, Roberto Clemente, take my father with me to meet that job, that to meet him, stuff like that. I mean, guys that are just for me, it's like sports guys. The one guy that, Sports-wise, that I would love a chance to meet and sit down and talk to is is Greg Norman, the golfer. Um, I've always liked him. He's, he's you know he's my favorite golfer even now, even though he hasn't golfed in 15 years or whatever because of a bad back. I would I would just love the chance to sit down and just to pick his brain and stuff. So that would for me that would be a
2: yeah, that just makes me wonder if you did meet like the, the sports people, you could sit down and talk sports with them. That makes sense. But the presidents, what are you going to do? JFK. How was Maryland in bed? Abraham Lincoln. So how tall of a hat can you actually wear without it falling off your head when you walk? George Washington, you know, did how did you make it so your wife didn't know you were fucking the slaves? I mean, what are you going to ask them that, you know, that, that, that really isn't going to be uh, questionable, I guess? I don't
3: know. Just talking to talking to them about their like their beliefs and stuff like that i
2: i, I was kidding i, was I no, just, no i you i don't I, have I, to justify I, it it was a joke no, i
3: i i get that and, and you're right i mean there's for a guy that's not really a political person i don't talk politics with people because if my politics don't coincide with your politics then in my mind if there's and, and I very well could be wrong. Like my friends, like the guys I golf with, they're all very political and they talk politi- pl- politics all the time. And, and I just don't, I don't get into the middle of it because I don't want that to be something to come between friends. Some people can, some people can let it go. And then there are the other people that are just like, well, if you don't believe what I believe, then you're an asshole.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: And, yeah. and, you know, I just, for some reason, I, I I don't get involved in it because if my politics don't coincide with your politics, then is that friendship tainted because of it? The way you think and the way everybody else thinks isn't the same way that I think.
2: I got it. JFK and Abraham Lincoln, I'd ask them both, what are your thoughts on gun control? <laughs>
1: it could be better. <laughs> so...
3: You know, so to sit down and talk to some some of these people, yeah, obviously it's a, it's a weird thing, but I don't know. I just, you know, what was the last thing that went through your mind besides the bullet?
1: It was the bullet.
2: What <laughs> oh shit? You was know? that a bullet? <laughs> I had no idea. I was dead.
3: <laughs> so, I don't know. But yeah, for me, obviously for me, it would, it would very, very much be sports-oriented, obviously, you know obviously i I have a lot more knowledge on that in that area so to talk to these these people the sports figures and whatnot would be would be kind of cool i guess
1: i think it would make it more fun if we made each other go talk to the ones that we wanted to talk to oh
0: fuck send
1: send corbs to talk to to stan lee will make you go talk.
3: I, I probably could talk to stanley because i could ask him about like being on like big bang theory and
1: <laughs> you, bang. you just avoid the whole marvel thing all together exactly.
3: to talk. Talk, talk. Talk, talk about like clerks and
2: shit like that I, I, you put me with joe jackson i'm be like hey so you want to go buy some shoes
1: <laughs> <laughs> i know there's a great shop down the street they sell shoes come on <laughs>
2: We could call him shoe to Joe Jan- Jackson. God, shoe Joe Jackson from now on. <laughs> All
1: right. Um, I'm I'm thinking that our our boys in California might actually get a chance to meet some people on their bucket list. Probably this weekend. Yes. However, however briefly it will be. <laughs> but, do you, do uh, you guys have
3: better money for Jack when he tries to hump you and McGregor?
1: He's on his own. Uh, yeah. He is on his yeah, own. Yeah, he,
2: he's done everything else on his own, and he's proud of it. He can handle the bail money, too.
1: And that's right. <laughs> when he tries
3: to tries to get Carl Weathers to punch him or something.
1: Dude, I, I hope Kevin's there for that and he records it. That's all I got to say. Um, Dude,
3: I, I would ask you this question, and it's on camera, so do you think that they're really going to meet up out there?
1: It's a big place, and I know noticed- <laughs> – I noticed that Kevin did not answer when Jack asked specific questions about lodging and stuff. Yeah. Just, just um, but again, I mean, that could be because Kevin was in uh, Disneyland today.
3: That's true. Yeah.
1: So, um, and,
3: and Jack is, isn't Jack staying with a friend of his out
1: there? Yes. Okay. So I'm not quite sure why he was asking about, um, accommodations.
3: Uh, maybe, maybe he was just wondering like how close he's gonna be and or if
1: they're you know, just gonna show up on him
3: yeah well, well he' yeah, just gonna show up the hotel or whatever and, or whatever but if it was something where he was trying to coordinate how they were going to meet up or whatever yeah. i don't know i mean jack yeah. just according to the text messages the 15 that just came in just landed
0: there so
1: yes so our our boys are both safely on the west coast i'm not west jealous coast. at all
2: I'm not.
1: I am. I wish I was out there, (laughs) especially with the updates we've been getting.
2: Oh, those that's going to get worse as the the weekend goes on.
1: I know. I know. Anyway, let's move it along. Um, Guys, what are you watching?
2: Well, you had said that there – oh, sorry, what? (laughs) TV. TV. Uh, Yeah. um, You said there wasn't a lot in the list. I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, Halo finished up, and we uh, finished watching the last two episodes last night. Um, I liked Halo. It was good. Now, I I have to ask you guys an honest question. Do either of you realistically plan on watching Halo?
1: At some point, I'd like to, but it's not going to bother me if it gets spoiled.
2: Okay. How about you, Corbs?
3: I plan on... I, I don't have Paramount. I do plan on trying maybe watching it. I've actually contemplated getting Paramount because I know my son wants to watch Halo. So, But if you you can talk
2: about it well. Oh, okay well well he, here's the thing everybody's been freaking out this entire time because master chief isn't like he is in the video games so In the video games if you don't know master chief is very stoic like paul was at the asylum this weekend he doesn't say a lot he doesn't t- yeah there you go he doesn't take his helmet off he's very businesslike. and this entire time they're like oh he took the helmet off oh he's only like that because of this chip in his back he removed that doesn't make any sense All this stuff, you know, he showed emotion, you know, he actually kind of got it on with this girl. The end of the, uh, the, the, the season finale kind of puts him back in the place where he could be the character from the games. Now, it's important to note, this show does not touch on the game's timeline. Everything that happens here happens prior to the first Halo. So okay. it's almost the same thing they did with Preacher. The first uh, season was like a prologue leading up to, because like the first season of Preacher, people were pissed off because they didn't even get to the comic book until the second season. Uh, I think this was kind of the same thing. Now, I, I could be completely wrong, but um, I, I where they ended it, it's entirely possible that he is going to be exactly the character they were expecting as they move into the storyline that was shown in the games. And the reason I like this is because it is very tragic, okay? So here's the spoiler part. You know, Master Chief and the other Spartans were kidnapped when they were young, kind of brainwashed, turned into these warriors. These little things were put in their their spine that made them not have emotions so they could be clear-headed and focus on battle. And he gets his past back. He gets that out of him, he gets his emotions back, his humanity back, and then loses it at the end of the season. And all of a sudden, everything that happened in the Halo games that was so big and heroic is incredibly tragic because that wasn't the real man. And the real man may be gone. And he was also heroic and awesome as his true authentic self. If they do what I think they're doing, I think it is brilliant storytelling and it makes the entire thing tragic happy it's a a happy cry I guess or something it's certainly not this is us, I was blown away. That they ended it that way and I'm like this leads right into the game, I mean not quite at the end. He's been taken over by his AI. He may have been wiped out of existence. She says she doesn't know if she can get him back, but they had to do it for to save everyone. Clearly, she's not going to stay inside his head. So I'm, what I'm thinking is they may have to reboot him as a, a version of his personality constructed from the data they have, and that's how we end up with the Master Chief from the games. But that just makes the whole thing tragic. Now, you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I, I was. I just. Oh. That was so good. And now, if you took all the Halo references out of it, I don't think anyone could complain that or say that it wasn't a really good sci-fi show. It was excellent. The uh, visuals were, you know, uh, up to expectations. Uh, the acting was all up to expectations. It was all really good. Uh, but we'll see what they do with season two. I mean, I think this is an opportunity to make the fans happy while carving out their own little uh, part of the mythos. Mm -hmm. and kind of putting a spin on things or maybe they'll just go in a completely different direction like this season and people will still be pissed
1: how many episodes was that
2: uh it was nine i believe eight or nine okay
1: nice i'm gonna have to look into that
2: it was it was pretty cool um especially visuals
1: okay very cool all right that's cool that's a a prequel to the games that's that way you kind of you're not stepping in the mythos
2: yeah i don't know if that was always their intention but you know as i understand the game the game starts at least in the game they stumble upon the halo world here they've changed it a bit they know it exists but they haven't found it yet but that doesn't mean they can't still stumble on it and basically maintain yeah the only difference would be now they know about it when they stumble oh this is what that was yeah but I don't think that anything that's happened so far fundamentally changes the ability for them to tell the story from the games. Nice. But you don't really, you didn't know that until the end. until the very end up up until that point, it seemed like, wow, this is a radical departure. Uh, And then boom, you know, reset button.
1: Interesting. I like it.
2: Yeah.
1: Um, As I was telling you guys, I'm, I'm really not, watching anything it's it's kind of that hiatus season where shows aren't on right now it's just flash and uh fear the walking dead and the less i have to say about fear the walking dead is more beneficial to me that's
3: so with with fear obviously madison's supposed to be coming back
1: yeah yeah that's all i keep waiting for
3: yeah and is if i'm not mistaken is it next week like the mid-season or whatever mid-season or the season finale or whatever
2: it is okay i don't know where you guys are and i didn't get to watch this week's episode because i was on vacation but i believe next week's episode is the finale for me because i'm a week ahead okay um and we just decided we're gonna watch them together
1: nice where i'm at yeah the
3: one the one that we was just on was where alicia and strand that's his name uh they're in the tower together
1: and they finally... they they Wait, stop right there because if it's if he doesn't know what we're talking about, you don't want yeah. to go into Well, well,
2: it. it's it's the one where where it ends with the the, the light blowing up and everything.
1: Yes. yes and the fire the starts. Yeah.
3: That's
2: okay. the last one I saw, yeah.
1: Okay.
3: That's something, that was that was last week. So I'm assuming this week is the whatever it is mid season or season finale or whatever No there's
2: there's two. Yeah, uh, this week would be episode 15, next week will be episode 16. It's always 16 yeah, so There's episodes. two more
3: episodes.
1: Okay. Okay. Nice. So
2: yeah. they're saving her for the end. You know, show her in the uh the, the previews the for cliffhanger. the uh, second yep. season, yeah, which which is uh you know, I mean I, I understand why they do that, but at the same time they have so much goodwill they need to earn back it would have been nice for her to be here. Plus, with Alicia being the way she is, I'm like, really, are, are you going to kill Alicia just as Madison comes back in? I mean, yep. I, that poor woman, all of her kids die when she's not around. And her <laughs> husband die Everybody dies when she's not around. Right.
3: It's true. <clears throat> yeah, I just, I don't know. I know last week we didn't talk about it, but I mean, uh, like like you guys say, I, I watch it because we talk about it. I'm
1: not impressed with it at all. I think I watch it out of habit at this point. Like it's that's what we do.
2: It's it's just like in in the 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 character changes. Okay, her and Strand strands against her, then strands with her, and then at the last second when he's going to do the right thing, he decides, "No, you'll never love me. I'm going to fuck up everything." That's just so stupid. Yes, there's no there's no people don't change like that. You know, within a few seconds, it. God, the writing is awful.
1: Yes, the show is horrible. I I even, I turned to Kristen during this episode and said, I seriously don't even know why we're watching this anymore. Like, it's awful. And apparently Siri or whoever is on my phone is mad at me now. Um, but it's one of those things where you almost feel like you got to just see it through. And
3: yeah, maybe you can watch it to see if it gets any better and it just keeps getting
0: worse.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: It's like one of those rabbit hole things. It's like a train wreck. You can't. You just can't watch it. You can't not watch it. You're just sitting there going, i, I just got to have to
1: see this to the end to see what happens. And... I mean, one of the things that keeps me going is Dwight's old lady. I like watching her. The what? Dwight's oh, old lady. I don't remember what her name is. Sherry. Yeah, Sherry. Yes.
2: Wow, she's the character you like? Yeah. I completely forget she even exists most of the time.
1: Okay. Yeah. I mean when she comes on, that's when I'm like, oh no, <laughs> That's
2: um,
1: otherwise, when you become Pepe Le Pew? Yeah. <laughs> 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 um other than that, we're watching um The Flash, which is again not anything that's wowing me. Yeah. And um I'm catching up on Young Rock.
2: I just watched the episode where he was in the locker room with the wrestlers. You're ahead and then of me. The ne- and then the next week it was like back to a different part of his life. That that show skips all over the place. So Yeah,
1: I, I was hopeful with cuz where I'm at right now there's been actually like three consecutive episodes where it's telling the same time frame storyline with when he was in the CFL. So I was like, "Okay, maybe they, you know, kind of figured it out that you just stick with a timeline." But apparently yeah. not, huh?
2: No. Uh, but I, but when you get to that episode, it was great because, I mean, they they didn't try it that hard to get people that, you know, exactly looked and sounded like them. But the guy they picked for Stone Cold, um, I mean, he looked a little weird because he had a little bit of hair. He had a shortcut because he was the ringmaster at that point, but he nailed the voice. The voice nice. was great. The, the look was just he, he needed to shave that off.
1: Gotcha. Um, the other one that they did a really good job with was Macho Man. The guy, the head from Macho Man, was great.
2: I don't think I saw that.
1: He was in uh, a lot of the first season, like when they were in Hawaii. Um, but I some stopped of them, watching. Oh, see, so we had stopped, but I was still recording it. So now that there's nothing to watch, I'll like, I like binge two or three episodes at a time because they're thirty minute sitcoms, which you don't see anymore. Yeah. So
2: I can't decide if this is a narcissistic vanity project or an actual test at a presidential one.
1: Uh, yes is the answer, kind I of think.
2: putting out all of his history and dirty laundry i mean mm-hmm. that, that's kind of perfect yeah yeah
1: and, and the thing is is while watching this and they're they they do they, they do the kind of wraparounds with the show where he's supposedly running for president i don't know if you've seen any of it corbs
3: I Saw the first episode. i tried to watch the first episode on uh peacock,
1: peacock. hulu
3: or whatever wherever i, I found it peacock <laughs> but
1: it kept it kept it, kept, it kept, like, cutting out, so I was like, "Ah, fuck this." <laughs> um, but yeah, that's so supposedly his whole campaigning for the the presidency. Yeah, for
3: yeah, India, like in like
1: twenty thirty two. That's what it was. Yeah, and that's what Kristen says. She goes, "I'd vote for him." <laughs> so, I mean, like you said, this might be a task. Like, yeah, so. I think
2: it is. And then if anyone has any questionable or questions about his past or whatever, it's all there. I mean, even yeah. the shoplifting shit, he put it all out there. So yes. unless there's some dirty secrets, he isn't going to uh, put out in the show. Um, I mean, that that's,
1: He's pretty that's safe. full disclosure. Yeah. 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 But to be prophetic, he needs to get a Rosario Dawson as his running mate. So, <laughs> um, but for, for television, that's re- that's really all I've got.
3: Yeah, and another show that I watched was uh, Billy the Kid.
1: Still? Continuing yeah. on?
3: Yep. Yeah. Yeah, Is he still the, a kid? Yeah, he's uh 15 in the show. I mean, the, the kid playing him looks like he's about 22, 23. 46. Yes. Yeah, seriously. He doesn't look like he's 15. I mean, he's freaking like six foot five, you know, but. He plays. He plays. He plays. He's actually English too, so he's got an English accent. We listen to him talk because they talk to him after the episodes about the episode and whatnot. But he uh, he plays him really well. Uh, This last season, this last episode, they were in uh, Mexico. His first time in Mexico, and this is where he ended up becoming a murderer, killed his first man in this episode at the end of it. So. it's 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 a decent show. I mean, I, I tune in, watch it, I tape it, and then watch it. You know, day or two later, mm-hmm. or, or So, but it's 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 decent. It's, it, if you're a history Buffalo like guy, if you're history like I am, and you like old West history, this is something to definitely take in. So,
1: nice. All right. You have anything else, Hugh? And I just realized. Yeah. That I never fixed our uh our order. So the the last part of the show is backwards.
2: Oh well. Hey, didn't you have a WTF file from last week? You forgot?
1: Yep. But and I don't remember created, what it was. You yeah. got it
3: again.
1: I've still what got it fu- waiting. Oh uh, what the fuck? <laughs> um. Yep, no idea. Yeah, this week? Part. Um, I mean <laughs> I had something that happened, so we'll cue the music right now. Okay, so I'm at work, 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 and um, walking through the office and I'm coming up upon a, an attorney that I've got quite a bit of history with um she actually worked for the company i worked for previously then i left and then we acquired they came over so she's known for known me for quite a few years uh walking through and she's coming at me a big smile on her face and uh we come up and she greets me she says hi jeff and keep walking <laughs> what the fuck <laughs> Wow. Huh. Easy Jeff. Right. Hi, Jeff. <laughs> uh, but that's all I got. I don't uh, I don't have anything else. It's a late show this week. Um those those of them that were in the in the polls saying that our show was too long will probably enjoy this. So yeah, I don't well I mean it does it is a little
0: longer
3: times,
1: but yeah. You're also
3: gonna
1: add in two more people talking. Usually. So. Nah. All right, that's all I got. Do you guys got anything else, or are we gonna are we gonna wrap this up? Yeah, drop sure. some nuggets. I can I can drop some nuggets. <clears throat> when one door closes, and another door opens, you're probably either in prison, or a mental institution. <laughs> Good night, everybody, and. Mega bite me, bitches.
0: <laughs> this has been a Geek Pod Network production.